Welcome to the Safe Power Golf Podcast. This is Derek. I'm your host. I'm Dominic, the other one. The other one. The, the other, other host. One. We are on episode 26 with probably my favorite golf account of all time, Leaderboard Customs. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm excited to be back. This is, this is going to be fun. I'm kind of hurt that like the podcast page isn't your favorite. The podcast is my second favorite Ugh. behind Leaderboard Customs. <laughs> your name's on it. I know. <laughs> uh, we, I kind of want to jump right off the bat. Uh, you're almost at 2000 followers and you are, if you want to maybe just kind of go in a little bit more of a detail, but you're, you're, uh, doing a free giveaway once you hit 2000 followers for some Jordan ones, I believe. I am. So I, I checked before I jumped on the podcast, we're at 1893. Nice. So if my math is right, that's what 107 away. So we can do that. We can get that we... next week, maybe. Or sooner. Oh, I think we get that tomorrow when when we get get this up and running. But uh, there we yeah, go. So when like we hit when we hit two thousand, we'll uh, we'll do a giveaway. Uh, winner will get a pair of the Air Jordan One Low golf shoe, uh, the triple whites in their size, and then they can get with me and figure out what type of custom, what kind of uh, design they want to do. So, for, fair game. Anything they want, we'll go for it. So I'm excited about that. And, and thank you guys for the, uh, the help get growing the account. So, I mean, we started what year and a half ago, maybe at 200 yeah. and, and here we are almost at 2000. It's, it's all been our organic growth. Haven't paid for any, any followers, anything like that. So it's just been people who have followed your page and jumped on mine or, you know, found mine via the website or whatever the case may be. So I'm, sure. I'm excited about how the account's grown. No, you've been doing an awesome job. As Antonio Brown would say, business is booming. Booming. It's booming. He's got it, mental, it is. mental wealth. <laughs> yeah. um, so speaking of that, uh, you <laughs> you were uh, you just started your own YouTube channel, right? Leaderboard Customs. I did. I, I, I'm already at six uh, six subscribers, so I'm, I'm stoked. We both need to subscribe on that. Make sure we get that dialed in. I think um, I did. You did? Okay. I might have. I don't know. So with that being said, sounds like right now you've been kind of, uh, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but you were at the moment not taking any new orders or you're, you're just a few weeks out. Is that kind of what, uh, based off of the, the YouTube video? Yeah, I, I've probably got a turnaround time right now of about on average five to six weeks. And um, if you get orders in like that, it, it's awesome, but it's a good problem to have. But at the same time, I, I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I don't want to feel like I have to get a pair in my hands and, and rush them. I always want to be where I'm putting out quality. And so if I've got a turn away business for a time, you know, for a few weeks here and there, then I, I can handle that. But I don't want anybody to wait, you know, wait two or three months to get a pair of custom. So I, I'd rather not take the orders until some of these other ones clear up. And then once, once I have a lighter schedule, I'll, I'll open it back up. And, and I, just because really, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, doing this part-time. I still got a full-time job. I'm, I'm a, you know, I've got a wife and a kiddo. So this is just a, a part-time gig, but I try to put a lot of passion into it. So I, I just want to be fair to everybody and, and not have people wait, you know, two, three months for a pair of customs. Yeah. And like you said, you know, it's kind of that quality over quantity. You you want to make sure that whenever somebody gets it in hand, they're actually like impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just unboxed mine and I'm, I'm very impressed. I like said, I got several pairs of shoes from you and each one of them has always been just money. So, uh, I appreciate your work, your crafts, um, with, with the YouTube channel, are you kind of, what's your goal? Are you going to be doing like, maybe like tutorials? I know Dom, you had mentioned doing, uh, 
um, like some time lapses yeah, yeah. potentially. You a know, time to, lapse would be a cool. Time, a time lapse, yeah. yeah, like from like a start to finish project. I know you're probably not doing it in one sitting, obviously, but um, what what's kind of your goal with the with the YouTube channel? Yeah, so really, I I, I want to have a YouTube channel because I get a lot of questions. Um, probably about thirty percent of my messages are people who are trying to customize shoes themselves, and so they'll ask me um, questions like, "How do you do this? What do you do?" And not that I, I don't mind replying to those. I reply to those all day long, but I would rather have video to, to show my process. And, and this is how I learned um, a channel by the name of uh, DeJesus Custom Footwear. The guy's awesome. He's so creative. He does a lot of uh, cleat, uh, NFL cleats for NFL players. He, he just has a really um, solid background in doing this. I think he's been doing it for about eight, nine years, I think, maybe more. But um you know, just create a YouTube channel to show people how I, how I work, how I do my customs. And then, uh, like you said, some time lapses, maybe some other stuff. I, most of my page is just about the shoes and I'd like to have a little bit more about myself. Um, you know, just so people get an idea of who I am and, and what I do besides the the custom, uh, golf shoes. I even thought about maybe doing like a golf, um, you know, something related to golf, but more so about 90% of the custom golf shoes. But yeah, that's that's kind of the idea. Get some uh, tutorials out there and get some time lapses. I am not good at filming. Um, it's one thing to do a pair of shoes and paint them and customize them. It's another thing to to film yourself doing it. So it's a, it's a learning curve, but I'm I'm excited to uh, to try it. And um, yeah, it's 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 ready to go. So I should be putting out some videos here and here in the not uh, near distant future. So we'll we'll see what happens. I know what Ob. I do ever watch the Ob Golf Co. Yeah, I've seen some of that. Yeah. Yeah, they do like um when they play a golf course, they'll just film themselves playing. And it, to me, it feels like they're just having fun. So even something like that, where you know, people get to know you a little bit, like, hey, we're here, we're gonna play nine holes and kind of wear your shoes, kind of, you know, get a sense of personality almost. That's what I kind of want to do too. Um, because I'm not really behind the camera very often. Like I like I like to be behind the camera in a, in a sense, but we don't really I know you were talking about you just kind of created a YouTube channel for us. I did, yeah. So, cause, just cuz it's like you know, if we keep doing these where it's filmed and stuff, you know, why not? You yeah. know, just throw it up cuz sometimes things pop off and you get growing that way, but yeah, I don't really know what we want to do yet. I, I definitely <laughs> down the road I would like to do like like live, not necessarily live, but do like video, video yeah. podcasts. And then the same in a sense of maybe doing like a, a, a different type of golf challenge, yeah. like once a week. Well, I know you and I both have nice cameras, so we could record. We just have to figure out whose camera right. like has better battery. Cause I know mine is uh, not the best. <laughs> well, I'm like, like, like Luke, like you're saying the, you know, videoing, videotaping what you're doing is one thing, but then taking the time to maybe do some edits and such like that. It's, it's a time consuming thing, but I, I think it's an important aspect of growing your business in your brand. It's kind of nice to see a face behind who's actually making the product. So I think it's an, I think it's a great opportunity for you. And I said, so I think so many people love watching YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So that's like you said, where, where you kind of watched tutorials and now you're kind of helping people do the same thing, which is kind of that, uh, give and take, so to speak. So I think that's awesome. I think that's you said definitely want to do that down, down, down the future, down the road. Excuse me. I think it's great to give back to see, you know, cause you, you know, you learn from, uh, De Jesus, which I'm not super familiar with. I'm more familiar with like mosh and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. even like with my end, like I take a lot of photography stuff, you know, whether it's digital, I got into film last year, I had to learn how to do all that. So I watched a lot of YouTube videos from like William Verbeek, 
um, you know, stuff like that, where it's like, Hey, here's his point of view. Here's my point of view. You know, how can I make it my own? I think it's important to give back to the community that way. You know, even with us doing this podcast, you know, we've all learned lessons from golf. So this is us kind of talking about it. Yeah. Luke, have you been getting, I mean, like you said, uh, most of your, you get a lot of messages and all that is, is, is most of your messages. I'm sure you probably get the, you know, how much is your to do this custom, but you said a large part of it is, uh, you know, how do you do this certain thing or I can't do this. It's not working. Is that, is that pretty much most of your messages that you're getting as far as custom shoes? So, so probably about 70% are people asking about prices and, and, you know, working on like, Hey, I have this idea. Will it work on this shoe and, and what can you do and, and so forth. And then about 30% are, are people just a lot of it, you know, I would say probably actually about 20% would be people just shooting me messages and, and supporting the page and just saying, Hey, like I, my, my buddy told me about your page and I love your artwork. I love, I love what you're doing. And then, uh, which is awesome. It's super humbling. And then I would say maybe 10, 15% are people like, Hey, I want to do a pair of my own. Like, you know, do you, do, should I do this? How do you do this? I, this is the problem I've ran across. How, you know, what would you do? And, um, and yet this is exactly how I learned. So I had a pair of the Nike, uh, all white Roshis, uh, probably released 2017 maybe. And I was thinking to myself, how do I put a, a logo and, and how do I use a stencil? There's got to be a way to do it. And I went to YouTube and I could not find how to do it. And then luckily I, I came across the Jesus's um, uh, uh, YouTube page and uh, he had a tutorial. And I was like, that's how you do it. And then my next question was, how do I make them durable? And I probably in a week or two weeks time spent 10 to 15 hours watching all of his videos. His stuff is super creative, like I said, but his, um, his YouTube channel is really, really uh, well put together. And uh, if you watched his and then watched a video of mine, it, it's a night and day difference. So <laughs> I am not going to act like I know what I'm doing when I'm filming, um, you know, customizing and doing. I, I did a tutorial last week, right? With those uh, UNC Jordan ones. Yep. Half of it was filmed bad. And so I'm like, I got to get another pair and try it again. And so it's definitely a learning curve. But yeah, I, I get a lot of people asking about that. And um, this is the way I learned. And so I want to give back and, and help people because, uh, you know, I didn't have to pay any, anything to learn this trait, which is really, really cool. So, um, you know, just trying to give back to people who ask uh, questions and, and help out as many people as I can. Speaking of the Jordan ones, did you, uh, take an L on, did you, did you try to go for the, uh, the black and grays or the, uh, um, what were the other color with the, with the, the gray and the, with the icy soul? Did you, did you, uh, get a pair of those? I, you know what? I, funny enough, I didn't even try. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted the triple whites. And uh, I mean, that's just a beautiful blank canvas for me. So I would try to get as many pairs as I could. Um, and, uh, and I got three pair, I got lucky, but right. what's funny is, um, I, I posted a video or I thought I did because, you know, I'm nine, basically eight to five, I'm, I'm working my full-time job, but I found a video of someone saying that you could go to golf galaxy and reserve, um, pairs of these. Like that's the only way you could get them from golf galaxy. Really? So I call, yeah. Yeah. So I called my local golf galaxy, asked them if it's true. And they're like, yep. And so I was like, you know, how many triple whites do you have? Or how many can I get? And they're like one per person. So I went up there, got mine. Actually, you reserved them and then had to go back that Saturday and pick them up. So I knew I had a pair reserved. And then I thought maybe I should go after maybe the gray ones. But I was like, no, I want the all whites. So that's I ended up uh, getting a few pairs online. And then that one from Golf Galaxy. So, Galaxy. so yeah, I didn't even try for the other ones. 
dropping some knowledge on us. I had no idea. I'm sure maybe Dom made, but I had no idea. Do you, so when you uh, reserved, did you do it online or did you just do it over the phone and they like held your spot? No, you actually had to go into the store and show them your ID. Okay. You told them what, uh, what size and what colorway you wanted. And then they just, they got them down. They, they wrote it down. The interesting thing is when I went that Saturday, I said, Hey, I, I thought maybe the triple Y's no one would want them because they're, they're super hard to keep clean and everybody else would be going for the other ones. And I said, Hey, do you have any more um, left over? Because I think it was, you had until 1230 to pick them up. And then if you didn't pick them up, they just released them for anybody to buy. And I said, Hey, do you have any more of the triple whites? And and he was like, I think I got one more pair. And he went and checked in there and eight and eight and a half. And I was like, yeah, I can't do those. But um, yeah, I was super, super impressed by um, how fast they sold out. I know they did like a limited run for these and they'll probably re-release them throughout the spring and summer. But uh, man, a lot of people pick these up. That's such a great idea. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, I mean, I try, I did try for them and I've been taking L's lately with on sneakers <laughs> and on the Nike app. So, <laughs> but I, I was going for the, with the icy soles, the gray and the white ones that I think a lot of people were on that same boat kind of look like the, like a, like a Dior, like the Jordan Dior almost in a sense with the, the soul, but I, I would have been happy with any of them. But um, I, you know, that kind of transitioning into the golf shoes, we were kind of talking about this towards the last episode at the end of the episode about, um, a lot of people are kind of upset and yeah, I got kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. I got kind of heated as far as the, <laughs> you know, is it the reseller or is it the the manufacturer? And I know Dom's kind of makes sense. You can go ahead and kind of, yeah. Think. So like, you know, you and I kind of talked about this, uh, the brands aren't dumb, right? Like Nike knows what they're doing for the most part or Nike, Jordan, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, if they made the shoe available like the Roshi, there wouldn't be any like Instagram pages posting about it. There wouldn't be, you know, blogs talking about it. We wouldn't be talking about it. You know, if there was a readily available Jordan golf shoe, which there is, and nobody buys them until they go on clearance. They're those weird looking ones that look like a square. I don't know what they're called, but they look like a square. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then people are getting all mad. They're like, oh, the resellers are ruining golf, stuff like that. But then like you, the consumer pay for it. Right. You know, you're going to go out and you're going to pay double because you want it so bad. The brands know that. Granted, the brand doesn't make money after the initial purchase. So, like, you know, I have a ton of shoes. And a lot of them. at least three or four. Yeah, like four. Yeah. Five now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm like you. I don't even try on sneakers anymore. Just, like, there's no point unless it's, like, a general release, which even then, like, sells out. You know, you'll go pay resale for it. It's hard to get mad at people for wanting to make money with the way the world is right now. You know, you should be mad at the brand, stuff like that. Um, I truly hope they do become readily available, whether that is like constant restocks all the time. Um, yeah, and I, and I totally agree. You know, like, with, like I see where you're coming from um, on on like on on your side, Luke, with being a uh, a custom custom shoe. Yeah. Uh, designer it's probably gotta be a little frustrating on your end because there might be shoes like you saying you're offering a a, a air jordan one golf shoe low for once you get 2000 followers at any size are you going to end up being able to find that white one at golf galaxy odds are probably not based off what you said so you're gonna might have to pay a premium for that shoe you know what i mean so i said imagine like from your standpoint it's got to be kind of frustrating what what's kind of your thoughts on on the whole reselling and the manufacturer issues or uh, you know 
I, I've been a sneakerhead as long as I can remember. And it's, it's funny because the, con, the consumer's never happy, right? Because when Jordan was releasing almost every weekend another retro and they were making them readily available, no one wanted them. You know, if you, if there's like a three that you wanted because your favorite silhouettes are three, you'll get them. But they were releasing so many that it kind of got to the point where the resale game was not that was not that important at that time. Of course, you had limited releases and everyone would go after those. But then in the past few years, they they started doing even your general releases were limited and people striking out on, you know, a general release that you think everyone could get, you know, maybe a couple of years ago. But yeah, it's definitely frustrating, especially for, for example, like the, uh, the Air Jordan 11 golf shoe, the Lowe's when, it, when they came out, those were... I mean, a, a dream shoe for, I think, anyone who is a golfer and a sneakerhead. And they were super limited. And so if you didn't pick up and get lucky, you had to buy them on StockX. And I remember buying a pair of the Concords, and I think I paid three fifty dollars before all the fees. And I was, I was heated because I wanted them, but I didn't want to pay that much, but I finally did. You go look at them now, they're six, seven, $800. And so it's, it's just crazy. Um, you know, I, I, I think I wish Nike and some of the other uh, manufacturers would release um, shoes a little bit differently, especially you could say the same for like golf shoes. Like, how, you know, how can you get it into the hands of golfers instead of uh, resellers? The same thing for like the Nike dunks, like how do you or even the, the SBs, how do you get the skateboard shoes in the hands of skaters versus resellers? And I think that's Nike probably doesn't care because it creates a lot of buzz and every release sells out. So, you know, they're going to make their profit, but if there is a way to, to make it fair for everybody, I think that would be ideal. But how, do, how do you do that? You know, um, that's, of, that becomes the problem. One of our local skate shops actually has their own SB. Yeah. Um, and to get the shoe, you had to do a kickflip. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah. So like, what if you're going to get a shoe and you have to hit a flop shot, you know? And yeah. so it's like you, that's how you go. get them. There we go. Go to Golf Galaxy and you're going to blade one and end up hurting somebody. Yeah, you're going to walk away uh, with getting arrested instead of a pair of shoes. So I for, like that idea, though. So for reference, the triple one Air Jordan Low. The triple golf, white? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. What did I say? Triple one? Yeah. But triple I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So in my size, 11, they're 157 on GOAT. In retail right now, they were 110, right? Or 120? I don't okay. even know. One, 140. 140. 140. Okay. So, I don't know why people are freaking out. It's 20 bucks. Which isn't terrible, but then... Although, well, when you go down sizes... Well, and- yeah, well, when you go to buy them, then there's all the fees. Yeah. That's that's where it's like another fees. $50. Not on GOAT. It's like 12 For sure. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah StockX well, has... Stock yeah, StockX is dumb. Like they charge you, they charge you a buying fee and stuff like that. GOAT. Yeah. So if I were to buy these right now, which I'm right in front of you, they'd be 170. So 1350 a ship. Yeah. Interesting. That's not bad at all. No, no buy them from Goat. I don't like StockX. I don't yeah, mind StockX, but yeah, they 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 put the extra buyer fee in. Yeah, just during, like eBay too. eBay like they're doing during, the verify, but once they get to that status, they're gonna do the same thing. Throw those fee extra fee in there. You know, well I mean? that's different, but. Well, it is what it is, and like right now they're just trying to. They're doing that for sellers, right? Not buyers, because. StockX, when the pandemic started, they put in like a 5% buying fee. Yeah, and that was new. That, yeah. Yeah, they never, it was just a selling fee. 
Right. Yeah. No, I buy them from Goat. I don't like StockX. I don't like how they do business. Well, the other thing too with Goat is you can buy used. I'm not buying used golf shoes. No, I'm not saying in general. <laughs> no, I'm saying for sneaker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You know, I mean, the StockX, it's you're getting a new pair of shoes, but at the same time, like there's so many sneakerheads that are looking for maybe a retro old pair of Jordans. Mm-hmm. I have some on my wish list that are from 2002 for like 60 bucks that are for sure worn. Yeah. But I just want to put them like a case so I can look at. Right. So, I mean, if you're just a collector, uh, it's kind of a good way to find you know, some people just trying to just unload their shoes yeah. and just get and rid it's, of them. So. And it's not just Jordan golf shoes that are the issue right now. Their shoes, like they had an Air Max 97 golf that they'd made tie dye and then it just gone. And now they're like three, $400 or there's that one where it's just the, just wing it. Mm-hmm. I would, I really wanted a pair of those and I tried for them at three different places. And those are like $300 right now. And it's not even just good Jordan, like Adidas shoes sometimes do that too, depending on what they are. I, I love the fact that they are definitely expanding their golf shoes though. It is kind of cool to see. I think that's the, 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 uh, that is the cool thing though. Right. Cause like golf and streetwear are starting to merge. That's exactly, you They're know, both like growing and it's awesome to see that because I think go- <laughs> Golf has been on a new level as far as growing the game. You know, you got we've always talked about Brooks and Bryson and all the all the different, you know, there are so many people are guys. exactly. And I think that's kind of created a wave. I mean, we've seen Brooks with his slim shady hair that he pulled out the other day. <laughs> or even Ricky with his jogger pants Jog- and his high, high top tops. Like yeah. racing guys. But did you see Brooks's uh closet? I know Jenna Sims, um uh his girl, his fiance just posted a video of uh, their closet with all of his shoes. It's like, mm-hmm. it's sick. It, well, you know, I'm not a big fan of his haircut, but I'm definitely a fan of his, his collection of shoes. But that's what I'm saying though. Like he's like, there's a new, uh, new wave of golfers out there that I think are really trying to push the limits on that. And I think it's great for the game and I love it. But at the same time, like now the golfers that would actually wear them mm-hmm. are getting get frustrated yeah. and pissed off because they can't, you know, they're paying three, four, $500. Yeah. I just, I just don't want people getting mad at these people trying to make money, you know, cause at the end of the day, you know, that might be, you know, their job mm-hmm. part of it, but you should be getting mad at brands and stuff like that. Cause you see all these comments going all oh, these 16 year olds. And you're like, well, what were you doing? When you were 16, not making money. You know, like there's, <laughs> there's a work ethic, right? Cause they still got to go and get the shoes. They got to sit on them for who knows how long. And yeah. at the end of the day, you don't have to pay for them. You know, you don't just don't buy them. Right. But yeah, I don't know. How would you get them into the hands of golfers is a good question. I think the flap shot idea is cool. It's, yeah, until that's you, fantastic. Until too. you blade it and hit a cashier yeah. in the dome. Like make a putt. <laughs> like you get like you get an opportunity sink to make a putt probably sink, better. Sink yeah. a putt, 12 foot putt, 120 yeah. foot putt, and you can pay $120 and they're all yours. Oh. Right. Yeah. Simple, <laughs> I would never simple, get it. simple stuff, right? Well, it's Very a good problem to have because if you think about it, let's go, you know, eight, nine years ago, you look at golf shoes, no one wanted them. That, you know, they look like bowling yeah. shoes. They're just horrible. Exactly. And then Nike started to release some. Adidas started releasing the, the 360 tours and such. And and now it's a good problem to have. I, I will say I'm really impressed with um, how Jordan brand has started to integrate the, the retros. The Jordan ones that came out years ago um, with uh, the free soul, I think the TW um, mm-hmm. souls were, were awesome. The threes and four or the threes and sixes didn't look the best, but now they've incorporated where it looks like the, if you didn't see the bottom of the shoe, you thought it, it would be a real basketball retro. So the five um, does a good job too. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that. for it's sure. Close to the video of that, like, hey, like they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't afford the, the fire red, so they put 
like traction yeah, on the bottom of the that? golf shoe. Yeah. Yeah. They took off the little uh, spikes, spikes and they, yeah, they put these little traction things. Like he said that basically now you can wear it as a regular tennis shoe. It looks kind of tacky, but it's almost, yeah. you couldn't even really know it yeah. or you wouldn't even notice it unless somebody looked. Yeah. yeah. Unless you like put your foot up. And so it's like, right. there's ways around getting a Jordan five. You're still paying like 350 bucks for it, but yeah. What, which, uh, which, uh, golf, which you, so you have the, the Jordan 11, which ones was it? The cool, the Concord Concords. Uh, what's the other one that was the black and red? Was it, they call it the breads? It was the all black with the red. Uh, safaris. The safari. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's crazy I, how much money these are going for. It's insane. I was hurt on, uh, so the, when, when they were supposed to release these snake packs, the Jordan 11 Masters on Friday, April 12th. And the reason why I know that is because that's my <laughs> birthday. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and so I was I like, man, he's really hurt. Her. I said, uh, I said, I told my wife, I said, hey, that's my birthday. It's Friday of the Masters. Like the Masters is like a holiday in our in our household, right? And I said, they're releasing the Jordan 11 golf shoe in a Masters theme. And she couldn't believe it. And then, of course, they, they scrapped it because of the praying hands. And uh, if you... You like can't that. get your hands on them now for less than ten thousand dollars. So there's um, one that's crazy. Well, then that was, uh, what's well, the, they released an actual masters one. Yeah, the fours. Yeah, because I'm looking at it and they're like, yeah, last year's, but the elevens oh. that they're supposed to release. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, these are. I mean, even these are like eight hundred bucks. What are the the Jordan ones? Are probably the most expensive one. The Jordan one Chicago's. Those uh, are super high, high tops. Oh I think yeah, those are just crazy expensive honestly the one i really want are the tory pines uh, drone fours i like that blue and purple those it's are like so an acg shoe almost those are clean i don't know i'd love to what, have a pair so what um so with your 11s though so do you do you game them or do you just have them like tucked away they are tucked away and i've got all three colorways of the cool grays the I know uh, white and tans and then the concords oh, oh so have you gamed any of those no, and I, I don't know if I will. The reason being is I, I just don't see myself being able to play golf in a six, seven, eight hundred dollar pair of shoes. We were just going on the go. We were, I was looking at that that one, the one that I was talking about. It's going for depending on what size, but like over two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Just nuts. I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. Even the uh, those uh, when they released the. For the waste management, the one, the, the Air Max one. Yeah, the Air Max one. Those are for a crazy, crazy amount of money, too. Um, they, Nike's has some really cool limited edition like packs that they've released over the last years. And then they have ones that are just like crazy ugly. Um, like the ones I think you posted on them earlier, the uh, the ketchup and mustards or whatever those are supposed to be, the picnic tables. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about those. Different. Yeah, it's different. I think some, and I seen somebody post something like that too. And it's like, I like what point it's almost like you're kind of stretching, right? You know, you're just putting stuff out, but I, I'm I, into those. <laughs> not, I mean, it's not for everybody, but again, it maybe gives you an opportunity to get a pair of shoes that maybe not everyone else wants. So, you know, you like them, you might have a good opportunity to buy them. I doubt it. That's the great thing about styles like that. You know, they're so far out there. You're going to have people that hate them and people that love them and I mean, hey, teach their own. So I'm not going to knock you because you like them. Right. But uh, it's 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 cool. You know, they release some of these uh, packs based on tournaments and such like that. So it's pretty cool. My hope is uh, it probably won't happen. But since I'll be at the PGA Championship, maybe Nike will have some sort of like local release for the uh, for the tournament. But I'm not holding out any hope for that. Uh, I should know this, but where are they having the PGA Championship this year? 
Southern Hills in Tulsa. Okay, so that's to say because you probably I I was assuming it was. I was going to say it's obviously in Oklahoma. Yeah, Yeah. well, maybe could have flew out. You can be flying out somewhere. Yeah, Um, I volunteered last year for the uh, Senior PGA Championship, and it was a really cool experience. And then uh, if you volunteered last year, you got a chance to uh, get a spot to volunteer this year. So that was my whole goal. Was I knew it was going to be here this year, so I said I'd volunteer last year just to have a spot, and and it worked out good. Last year was really cool, but I'm super excited about this year's tournament. I just registered to volunteer at the 3M Open. Yeah. I did that today. Yeah, you did that yeah. last year, too. You did it this year. That's pretty sick. Are uh, there any cool shoes, though? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, w- when you volunteer for the PGA Championship, do you do you have, like, a specific duty that you that they're, that you even know what you're going to do, like you did last year for the uh, senior tour? Yeah, so last year I was in the Marshalls group. It was called the Marshalls Special Group, and I think what we, what I ended up doing, the two, I volunteered the entire week, but I, I was only used I think two days, and all I had to do was stand by the carts in case there was um, uh, bad weather, and if so, then all I'd have to do is grab the keys and put them in the carts and tell the caddies and, and players where to go. And that was going to be my claim to fame because the players have to like, you have to ride with the players and, and kind of get everybody <laughs> in the shuttles. And so my shift ended on Friday, I think at uh, like three 30 and at three 40, while I'm walking up the hill, they blew the horn. So uh, I had just missed it by like five, like 10 minutes. I was super bummed, but looks like, so <laughs> right. So, uh, so this year, I think I'm going to do the same thing. I applied to be a, um, a walking scorer. So I could walk with like the little handheld device and you get to be inside the ropes. And uh, I thought that'd be really cool. But I think that's sort of what everyone wants to do. So if they've, if you're a member out at Southern Hills or if you've been, you know, uh, doing this for a while, that's kind of the, you get to pick what you want to do. But I'm pretty sure I'll be in the same group as I was last year and probably manning the ropes. I think this year we're going to have five or six times as many volunteers because it's just going to be a packed house. It's going to be crazy. Will you, uh, so I know sometimes if you volunteer, they'll give you like an opportunity to, to play the course at some point, like down the road or beforehand. Do you like, what's kind of the perks? I mean, volunteer is awesome. And we need volunteers, but is there something that you, that like cool perk that you get to, uh, to get to do after the tournament or anything like that? No, we don't get a chance to play the course, which is a bummer. But I think the uh, the biggest perk for me is that I'll be able to go onto the grounds the entire week, and I don't, you know, I don't have to pay for a ticket. Everything's included, so I can go Monday through Sunday and and be on the grounds as much as I want when I'm not scheduled. And uh, so that that's going to be the the cool part. So, so who would you like to see win when you're there? Well, well, obviously it would be it'd be Tiger, but we know that's probably not going to happen. So uh, I I don't know. Like there's. I was thinking about that the other day. There's a lot of really, really cool players. Um, um, you know, so many young players that I would love to see win and maybe some, some guys who have been on tour for a long time to win. So it's hard to pick a, uh, an individual player, but, uh, I don't know. That's, that's a very good question. I know. I like to see like Zalatoris take a big step forward. Cause he almost won last week. He just got, yeah. He, and unfortunately he's not playing this week. He just got tested positive. So he's not playing this week, which obviously yeah. that's way down the road. So he can yeah. be fine. But yeah, he's a stud. I mean, he's such a young, good player. Like you said, it's almost I, like uh I wanted to pick him for our picks last week, but I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> like uh Happy Gilmore's caddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to say it and like be rude, but I'm like, I can't remember his name. Yeah. He he he's a stud. Um, it's gotta be like really difficult to be like if you're um, not that I really gamble on, 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 I do this, some of the DraftKings. we kind of talked about this before, but like for golf, 
nowadays it's almost really difficult to actually pick that winner unless you're like picking a bunch of players, but it's like, you know what I mean? Just hoping that one of those mm-hmm. guys win, but it's like every player. Is so, so good. And so young that it, there's so many talented players in the field. Yeah. You can, you can really, it's like throwing darts at a board because there's so many great players that if they get their game, you know, on for the, for those four days could, can win. I mean, you've got someone like Dustin Johnson, who's on, if he's on his game, no one can beat him. Um, John Rom. I mean, there's so many guys you can name that if they're playing well, then they're going to, they're going to dominate. And we see it every week. It's, it's, you know, usually another player and uh, a lot of young players winning. And, and so it's, it's the PGA is really in good hands. I think most of us who are Tiger fans and still are when Tiger's not playing, you're still tuning in because there's so many talented players out there and there's a lot of personalities. I think the, uh, the Bryson Brooks thing was, uh, was good for the sport because you had people picking sides and uh, it gave you something to watch, but there's so much golf is fun right now. And and we're lucky to have so many good players out there and so, so many talented players with, with charisma and uh, you know, who are personable. So I think we get to see a lot of that with social media. Yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to mention and it was, um, I don't know if we covered this before, but um, there's been like a lot of complaints about the broadcasting as far as golf tournaments. And I have noticed even in the last two events, and even uh, the AT and T at Pebble Beach this week. I think if you have ESPN Plus, you can actually watch. So not only on ESPN, but ESPN Plus, which is kind of nice because now they offer like the featured holes, featured groups. Where for the most part, that was all only on like during major championships. You know what I mean? So it's kind of cool to. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I mean, even in my office at work, if I'm, you know, I can always listen to it or just have it stream on my phone. Clearly, you're working hard. Oh yeah. Multitasking <laughs> at its finest. But it is true though. Like it's, it's so many people complain about it, like the lack of watching other golfers or other players, or even just having it on an app to watch. And now I, I don't know if that's something that they've been making. Uh, uh, It'd be super cool for one day if we could like pick the group we want to follow and only follow them. Yeah. Cause they offer like to like three, but you don't really get to pick, which mm-hmm. like, I think, yeah, that would be pretty slick. I don't is know it- if that's something you noticed. Did either either of you guys ever uh, use the uh, PGA Tour app? Or well, it was um, they had an I, I forget it, and I, I've I've owned it for the last year and a half. But you could pay uh, like nine dollars a month, and you got the same thing. It was the same people, um, same broadcasters that were doing like the ESPN Plus. Obviously, it wasn't ESPN, but um, you could do the same thing. You had an afternoon group and a morning group, and you could follow it, and you could do feature holes. Um, I, I watched that a lot on Thursday and Fridays before the, the big, <clears throat> the big events on like Saturdays and Sundays. So it's, it's, um, it's really cool, but ESPN's doing it now. So I think you're right. The, um, for me, I, I used to do it all the time, but, um, a lot of the coverage has changed where I think the big part of it is honestly gambling and DraftKings. You get people who want to see, you know, people who are in contention and you don't see every, every player you want to see. And a lot of times it's only the, you know, one or two, three players that are top of the leaderboard. But if you've got someone who's six, seven under on the round and you don't see a shot from them, it kind of gets frustrating. For sure. I know a lot of people get mad because whenever Tiger's playing, it's only Tiger. You see 98% of Tiger, which I love. It's like, that's really what I see. (laughs) But at the same time, uh, yeah, there might be a guy that might be shooting a career low and he might get just a small chunk of airtime. Um, uh, with that being said, have you, do you, um, 
have you heard any more about this Netflix documentary or partnering up with PGA, the PGA tour? Have you heard any much, anything about that? So I've seen the announcements and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that because um, they, they have the, the corn Ferry tour to something like that. You can watch players and they have like 15, uh, 20 minute episodes on, on YouTube, but uh, anything that puts us behind the scenes of, of golf tournaments and players, it's, it's really cool. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I love myself a good documentary. So yeah, like you said, it's nice to kind of see some of the, that's, that's that whole part where you might not be able to see some of these other names that are awesome golfers, maybe have a really good personality, but you won't really see them because maybe they're not really, you know, having the best round, but you still I'd really like to see somebody fight somebody. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I want to see, I'm telling you what we need to do is create something like a, uh, uh, the one guy that the video that I posted, he's got two parts of it where it's the amateur golfer. Have you seen, seen those videos that I posted? I'm, I'm sure it's been posted all over, but where are you talking like to have an amateur golfer out in a tournament just to see like, so it's like a, so this guy, he's, he's pretty well known on TikTok, and he does all these different voiceovers about like commercials, ESPN and all this. Well, he does like a, like he's, it's like a PGA tour broadcast, but it's like with all terrible amateur golfers and like ones like plus 45 through three holes. And like, they, it, you gotta see it. It's hilarious. And I mean, I, actually that was probably the biggest, most popular post I've ever posted. I had over 1.3 million views and had over 30,000 likes, which is crazy. Are you serious? That, wow. That's going to put you over. Yeah. I think, day, right? yeah, yeah, I, I honestly, that's awesome. I, yeah. I, I think I gained like two or 3000 followers in two days. And that one was like one of those that just like, like went viral. And I, you know, obviously I, I didn't create it. I gave the guy credit and I, I've kind of been talking to him a little bit, but it's like, I think I get so many comments of people saying like, this, this needs to be real. And I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> How awesome would that be video. if you had a guy like that doing a commentary for like your average golfer on an average round? It's like, that reminds me of those, uh, those videos, uh, where it's like, um, I think it's Johnny Miller. He's like, uh, he's talking about tiger. He's like, he's got, this is going to be like 140 yards. He's going to have a nine iron and some average golfer and he shanks it in the water. And <laughs> yeah. the crowd goes crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that that would so be awesome. Creative. I think that'd be a great idea. I could have pictured, oh, there goes Don with the beer again, or, oh, there goes so-and-so into the woods. Up, it looks like he just pulled out his breakfast ball and his dinner ball. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah, people, I said that it was crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you, but I posted his part two not too long ago, but I had so said, I'm like, dude, you need to do another, another, because so many people are like sending me messages like, dude, that's hilarious. You got to do something like that. So if we can get people behind it, I think that would be so, so funny. It'd be just watching terrible golfers. I'd let them follow terrible me. scores. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not plus 45 through three. I can let you know that, <laughs> but they could follow me. I'd be okay. That would be, yeah, that would be hilarious it, because we all know that if you're, if you're a weekend golfer, you're not that great, right? Golf is hard to begin with, even for the pros, but, uh, that would be, that would be something, uh, that I think a lot of people would have uh, fun watching. It'd be fun to like gamble on it too. It's like, Oh, you're picking so-and-so to shank it. Right. Or so-and-so, like, when are they going to, like, who's going to pull out the first beer? Or <laughs> who's, who's going to snap the, a club first? Yeah, yeah. Who's going to throw or break the club? Uh, I know. We definitely need to I get on. See we, need to get, we need to get We should do that like for it. the tournament. Do some broadcast? Yeah, yeah. I'd be down with that. Speaking of the tournament, our first annual tournament is going to be June 11th. Um, and one of the cooler prizes that we are 
uh, offering is closest to the pin. It's not the cooler. It's the coolest. That's true. It's the, it's coolest. the coolest. I should say that is the coolest because hopefully I'm actually, I'm not going to be playing in it. But, yeah, I'm not either. You but, don't uh, want me to play closest <laughs> to the pin. Closest to the pin. We are uh, teaming up with Leaderboard Customs, Luke, and you are going to be providing a custom pair of shoes. Uh, they're going to be the Nike Roshis, and it's essentially whatever the winner picks, they can kind of message you and get creative with it, so to speak. So we appreciate that. And I know we've been talking, you know, several times about hopefully you'll be out there. You can make it. Uh, but if not, you're going to be providing a free pair of custom golf kicks. So uh, we appreciate that. And uh, we're super excited for the tournament. Can you put faces on golf shoes? Like, have you done that before? I That's probably the one thing I, I won't even attempt because I think I mentioned this last time. I'm not very, I'm not very like a very good artist when it comes to painting or like doing faces or portraits or anything like that. Perfect. There are some incredible talented people out there, but I am not one of them. Cause I want to put my face on a pair of shoes for Derek. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, are you going to do like a, like a, like a, like a NFT style where it's pixelated? So then yeah. so Luke, you don't need to worry about whatever it turns out to be. It could, it could be just, yeah. It could just be like a smiley face with a beard. There we go. Like we kind of know who it is. <laughs> I can handle that. Cause we could do that. What about logos though? I know we talked about that. You can do like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Well, I've done some really cool logos. Some of yeah. them I haven't posted because the companies or the people like, Hey, um, I'd rather not let this go on social media. And I'm cool with sure. that. Sure. But, um, sense. And then, of course, I've done some uh, – I I don't know the legalities behind this, but I've done some college logos. And, of course, being from Columbus and a big Ohio State fan, I've heard that Ohio State's like the worst when it comes to seeing their logos on stuff. And so I've done a few, but I just haven't posted them. So you don't want to get but, shut uh, down. Exactly. Get a, Yeah, no, understandable. I wonder if you could yeah. do – like they're known for having the Buckeye stickers on their mm-hmm. helmets. I wonder oh, if yeah. you could do that because that's technically – is that like – trademarked by them because it's a plant i think technically it is because i've seen like high school helmets and other college helmets have something similar unless there's like a well i mean might. the champlain high school the patriots they use the patriots logo yeah looks the same yeah uh, that's a good yeah question. i did a i did some uh i think two or three pairs that had the buckeye leaves on them for for friends who are buckeye fans and uh and some some people have hit me up on them but yeah i uh I can definitely do logos. I've done quite a few for companies and, um, you know, mascots and stuff like that. So those are usually the fun ones because they're usually different and there's always something, um, you know, that you got a, a certain color that you got to match or a certain design that they want to get. So, you know, those are pretty cool. I did the, I think the hardest one I ever done was a, uh, Florida, the old school Florida Marlins. Ooh. And, uh, this is when I would just started out maybe six months under my belt. It was the first one that I was like, uh, I don't know how good this is going to turn out, but I think it turned out pretty good. That was such a good logo. It was. Those are so good. Yeah. Yeah. The new one's okay, but like the old one. Yeah. Super nice. So I know we, uh, I know you're, you're not a big, you're not a big NFL guy, right? I, so I, I'm a big college guy, so I'll right. follow like, uh, you know, former Buckeyes. So I'm, I'm definitely following the playoffs and, and we'll be watching the Super Bowl. But I'm, I'm stoked the Bengals are in there, but I'm, I'm not a very big, uh, I'm not a huge NFL guy. Well, we were talking about before and I was like thinking that you were, so you're, you, you actually are from Ohio. I am. Yeah, okay. So that's, so that's what I was, I, I knew there was some sort of, cause I knew you were a big Ohio state fan, so I couldn't remember, but that's why I was kind of curious on if you were pulling for the Bengals. I think I've kind of been pulling for the Bengals every week, it. but every time I'm like, ah, I'd like to see him win, but I just don't think they have what it takes. And I got you right. for saying that. Yeah. Uh, I, I got lit up a little bit. 
Yeah, one of our other uh, Pioneer <laughs> Six, it's funny, they sent a, a funny <laughs> message to Dom after because it was like a three paragraph essay. <laughs> you know, it was super good. So now I'm on I'm on uh, Team Who Day. That's right. So I, uh, I messaged them. I'm like, hey, can I join your team for the week? So my Niners got knocked out. And I just, I, I'd love to see Stafford win it, but not having to beat my Niners. So yeah, go Natties. Cincinnati for the win. Yeah, I'd like to see it be awesome. I, I think the whole, really besides the wild card, I think every playoff game has been fantastic. I don't know if you've been watching all yeah. of them, but man, they've been really good. So now Gavin, don't yell at me. <laughs> yeah, don't be calling them out. We're on the band. We're on the bandwagon. Yeah, this week. don't yell at me. Joey B's a stud though. They got a good squad. Oh, he is. He Uh-oh. was. Uh, my wife and I went down to Columbus for an Ohio State game in uh, 2017, November 2017, I think. And uh, or no, 2016 actually. And uh, it was either the year his first year. His, I think it was a redshirt freshman there. But um, that's a. Uh, I mean, that guy is a stud. He's. That whole that him and that uh the punter or the kicker, oh, yeah. Really McPherson. Cool yeah, really cool story. But yeah, he's a he's a stud. He did um trick shots for a while because he kicked the cap off of a Gatorade bottle. Was that him that did that? Mm-hmm. I seen that. I thought that was fake mm-hmm. the way that he did it. I mean, probably is, but in any case, it was sick looking. <laughs> if it's a fake, it's a good fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else that you can think of that we didn't really cover that you might want to add? I'm, I know we talked obviously we we love talking golf shoes and everything else, but want to make sure that if there's anything that you want to add. No, I just, uh, you know, thanks again to you guys for the support that you've given me over, over the last few years and, uh, um, hopefully get some, uh, some new eyes on, on, you know, the page leadboard customs, get some, uh, some new people following and kind of, like I said, grow the, grow the page organically. And, and the cool thing about the whole social media with, especially when it comes to golf, is you you find someone who has the same passions about the sport and about the game and helping people grow it. There's so many cool um, pages out there, whether it be golf memes or even like um, there's an account called the Golf Garage who does like um, you know cool stuff with clubs and cool stuff with like a little pendants and and some ball markers and stuff. So um, individualize the game and get more people into it and grow the game is always cool. So it's it's fun to see new pages pop up. And uh, it's cool to be a part of it. So I'm, I'm stoked about that. But yeah, other than that, I think, uh, I think it was fun. We did a great job. I actually have a question for we all say goodbye and kumbaya. Yeah, what you got? So I paid for a pair of the Galaxy shoes. I don't want to make it seem like I get everything for free. <laughs> I bought them <laughs> and they're sick. And I like that he used them for like promo and everything. They're super nice. Um, I'm scared to wear them. Because I don't want to. Yeah, I wish you would have brought them. I like to see them in person. I, well, that sucks. Next, maybe next time. No, they're mine. They're in a box. <laughs> um, you know, I think the common misconception is, you know, they're painted. They're not durable. Um, obviously, there is like paint for leather. That's super nice. Um, how durable are the golf shoes that are leather? Because obviously, like with the Roshis um, that we also got, mm-hmm. you know, the fabric that's just, I'm assuming that's airbrushed. Yeah. So they're durable. I mean, you'll, they're as durable as, as good as your prep is. And the most important thing to a custom is prepping the shoes properly. And I, and I will say this, I've prepped shoes 
um, as good as I think I can prep them. And for whatever reason, because of the leather, whether it's a synthetic leather or the leather itself, or maybe the, the, the paint was old or whatever the case may be, I've had a pair of my customs that I've used that I've probably worn 50 times. Not a, not a crack at all and no chips, no, no scuffs, anything. I actually, I posted a video of cleaning them and I, I tried to actually get the paint off with a, a little soft bristle brush and none, none of it came off. And then there's uh, other types of shoes, just dependent upon what type of material it is very hard to keep paint on and, and especially like a midsole. And so I, if someone asked me like, Hey, can we do this design? I try to stare away, stare them away from painting certain parts of the shoes that I don't think will hold up. Um, but as far as leather, synthetic leather, the, if they're done right and they're prepped properly, the, it should last a long time. And uh, that's, that's for me, it's always the most important thing is to prep the shoe correctly so they, they're durable and they last a long time. I mean, people are paying good money to, uh, to have you customize shoes. They need to last a long time. And, and I've had, you know, I'll tell people like, hey, if, if it, they don't hold up the way they're supposed to or if you're just wearing them and they crack or whatever the case may be, hit me up and I'll fix them for you. Hit me up. We'll, you know, we'll do something about them. But uh, yeah, if you're, if you're paying good money for a custom like that, if it's done right, they'll, they'll last a long time. And like I said, I've got three or four pairs of my own that I've probably worn, you know, the last two years and I haven't had any issues with cracking or the the paint chipping or anything like that. So um, it, it's cool to see a, a design shoe like that last a long time. Dom's going to show it with Ziploc over his throat shoes. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, the they'll just be little holes for the spikes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so, so it gets the traction. Yeah. But he's... I just wanted to clear up like any misconceptions about that's a good question. You know, huh? them falling apart faster because you painted them or stuff like that. Because you see it all the time where somebody tried to paint their own golf shoe, but they use like acrylic paint versus the um like Angelus paint. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they didn't treat the leather with the leather treater because there's like a coating you have to remove. I've done very little research on how to paint Those shoes. Sounds like you've done a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got bored one day. Um, I know I know. there's like a leather treater that will take off like the clear coat from leather so you can paint it. Um, Say that five times fast. I don't think I can. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't want people thinking that they're going to spend, a, you know, give you a ton of money and then get a product that's going to fall apart really quick. Because I'm not tired right. to wear them for like the fact that they're going to fall apart. It, to me, it's just like art, right? I like, just don't want to get them dirty. Just want to keep them. And yeah, I want to. I want to look them. at them and go, "Yeah, those yeah. are nice." But then it's like <laughs> I tried them on, and I'm like, "Oh man, they fit so good." <laughs> my, well, my, that, you uh, know, that's probably the biggest compliment you can get as a custom artist is that someone gets a pair and they're like, "I'm not even going to wear these. Like, I'm just going to put them on a display case." And you're, you know, you're like, "Well, I spent an hour and a half on the prep. Wear them, you know." But <laughs> but you get that, you know, if you put that design into it and you put that effort into make it as, as good as they can be. And as, as cool as they can be for someone not to want to wear them and just display them as really cool, really humbling. But, um, at the same time, uh, yeah, you can, you can get those out and, and play in them and use them as much as you want. They'll, uh, they'll last a long time. The, yeah. The, the, the one of the pairs of the TWs that, uh, that I got, um, I, I took actually to the, to the, uh, Arizona trip and I just cleaned them actually the other day and, they're completely fine. I mean, they solid, no, no issues whatsoever. So, and that was, I know we talked about it a while ago that you don't really, cause those are a used pair at the time. Yeah. And so, but I mean, even still. Well, too, they had that material on the inside where we we're going to put that off white writing and it was really, it, 
So there's a process of how you do it. And I, I've, I think that's a, another misconception that people think is that you can take some acetone and just write like clear off the fact, factory finish and just start painting and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. They'll probably last a little bit when they're, they're not going to last as long as they need to. I mean, when I do it, I sand down the shoes, depending on the leather, um, the Jordan ones, uh, they're, they're like a really soft leather. So I'm, I'm careful with how I do it, but you've got to scuff them up. You've got to sand them. You've got to clear them off with acetone. You've got to make sure there's no debris. You got to put an adhesion promoter on them. So there's, there's just a lot of steps that I take because my worst nightmare is, is doing a custom for somebody and them getting them, taking them out to the course and they, they start to chip and crack. And of course, if that ever happens, I'll, I'll take care of them and, and fix that problem. But I just make sure that when, again, this kind of goes back to the uh, not taking too many orders and not taking any right now is because people have asked me like, how much would it cost to just change the swoosh? And I was like, well, I can do it, but it's going to be pretty pricey because I'm not just going to spray, you know, airbrush a, a different color over the swoosh. I'm going to make sure that they last a long time. And, um, and the biggest compliment I can get is probably, you, you know, people who have bought five, six, seven pairs from me. I've got a buddy who I golf with, who I think has four or five pairs. And it's cool because, you know, we golfed the other day and, and he's wearing a pair of customs I did. And, uh, and so if you, if you do everything right and prep them correctly, they're going to last a long time, but, uh, that's, that's, you got to be careful when you're, when you're buying these custom shoes that you're getting them from people who, who are doing it the right way and not just doing it to make a quick buck. I know I want to do another pair. I'm really into floral. That'd be kind of, I I think it'd be fun for like the spring. So whenever you open up again, I definitely want to do it like a floral pair of Rochis. Yeah. I mean, I love floral. Like my bag with all the podcast stuff, it's floral. My parents laugh at me. Everybody else laughs at me. I like floral. I don't know. It it is what it is. But actually, ah, kind of. I have floral shoes. I have floral foams. Oh yeah, the the foams. Yeah, sweet. Actually, I was I got actually a question from our uh, post. Um, Do you know that G two G Customs? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, so he told me to ask him about the old Rima golf days and the amazing golf cargo shorts we used to wear. (laughs) Uh, Oh man. Okay. So two stories about this guy. He's a great guy, by the way. And he just started doing his own little customs things. G I think it was called G 2 G Customs. So Mm -hmm. if if you want to go follow him. Yeah. He did uh, these sweet, like sketch Nike things. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I'm surprised how, he reached out to me maybe a month ago. It was like, Hey man, I'm, how do you do these? And, and I kind of told him some stuff. And the next thing I know, he's got a page and a website and all this stuff. I'm like, man, he's gone co about it. Um, so I, when I first started golfing, it was right around the time I was going to school at a uh, Rainbow Bible college. And, uh, we were on the golf team together and the way you made the team was just show up to tryouts. They didn't cut anybody. And so I was a terrible golfer. I did, I was new to golf. I didn't know any of the tournament rules or anything like that. We played on the, uh, the same, same team together and we would go to the local course and we could play for free and practice. I had no golf clothes. The only thing I had was like some cargo shorts that I could wear with like a polo. And so uh, I, I'm glad to say my style has changed. I've got plenty <laughs> of nice golf shorts now, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. He, uh, he asked that. That is funny. I, I mean, I figured there's some kind of backstory. Sure. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's funny. That is funny. So another story about him. So uh, one of my my second hole-in-one ever was in the club championship back in 2017 at the local uh, municipal course. 
and uh, he was he was working on the grounds crew there. And I just bogeyed the second hole, so I went back to back bogeys on on one and two. And he drives up. He's like, "Hey, man, how you playing?" It's like seven thirty in the morning. We teed off like super early for these tournaments. And I said, "Well, all I need to do is hit a hole in one to get back to even." And he he was like, he just laughed. And I get up there, first guy hits, second guy hits, and it's my turn. And I flushed a nine iron, and it one hopped into the hole. Wow! And and he's just like, "Are you? Did you just make that?" And everyone's going crazy because like there was sixteen hundred dollars or seventeen hundred dollars in the hole in one pot uh, for the wow. for the club championship. So I'm super stoked. Everyone's taking pictures. You know, it's really really cool. And I'm like, man, I've got $1,700 in my pocket. What am I going to buy? And, uh, you know, I text all my buddies and everything. And, and uh, we get to the sixth hole and it's a uh, par five, but the tee box is like 10 yards right behind the, the par three hole right before it. And I watch a guy hit a ball and it's in the air. And I'm like, that's a pretty good looking shot. And it two hops into the hole. Wow. So my $1,700 just got cut in half. And I, I, I witnessed it and I was That's like, this unreal. is, this is crazy. So what happened was I had already bought a new driver this year. I'd already had a new bag and new irons, all that stuff. So I didn't really didn't have anything to buy. And I was like, I'll just wait until next year and figure out, like, get some golf clothes, get some uh, golf shoes or something. Well, the club was having a, um, a Willy Wonka contest for uh, pro V ones. And they had different numbers. Like there was a, like, I think they call it like pick your number, like ball number zero, zero ball number 99, like all the way through. And they had a, uh, Willy Wonka, like gift certificate. It was for like a free dozen balls, like a free, a free two pack of lessons. And the biggest one was a brand new Scotty Cameron. And I was thinking, I was like, there was probably 20, 25 dozen balls left and no one had picked it up. And I was like, if I do math, if I buy all these and then just resell them, I can get a free Scotty camera and get my money back. And so I bought every single one. But the crazy <laughs> thing was the first two boxes I, I picked, I was only going to get two. I was like, what if I got all of them? So the first two I picked had the ticket in there. So all I had to do was buy the two boxes and I would have got a brand new Scotty Cameron. But so I had like 20 dozen golf balls and, and this crazy story of how I got a brand new Scotty Cameron putter all because of holding one. Wow. That's a, that's a gotta be one of the craziest stories I think I've heard. Definitely. Makes me feel bad about my golf. Game. <laughs> Makes you want to join that amateur it's, league. Tour. Yeah. <laughs> Fight somebody. Uh, I didn't, yeah. I don't think you told us that story before. Yeah. It's a, uh, you didn't want to brag. That's all. Yeah. And that was my second hole in one in like eight months. Jeez. And I was like, I'm going to get like 10 in my career. Right. And then it's been four <laughs> years. I haven't got any since. Oh, I've been you. close. I've been close, but yeah, no, Mm-mm. that's, that's and awesome. I goof around too much. I think that's my, my issue is I, I'm like, Oh yeah, watch this. And then I smack it and it goes straight into the woods. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Well, Luke, we appreciate your time. Honestly, it's uh, it our pleasure. Uh, we'll definitely have you on for a third episode at some point down the road. It's gotta be a trilogy. Yeah. We've got to yeah. have a three Pete. Exactly. So uh, again, appreciate your time. This is episode 26 leaderboard customs. If you don't follow him, it's at leaderboard customs, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube. Uh, go ahead and hit the subscribe and let's get 2000 followers so we can give a pair of uh, Jordan, somebody a free pair of shoes. Yeah. Thanks again, Luke. Appreciate your time.
Yeah. Thank you guys. My brother. Have a good night. Yeah.